Bilingual in America. Tunei el loga fi America. Bilinguismo negli Stati Uniti. Bilingue in America. Ser bilingue in America. Hi, I'm Suzanne Lasser, and this is Bilingual in America. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Yadina Sencion, and the talented Susan Bredy of Manhattanville College. Last year, we had the opportunity to speak with Susan and some of the presenters who attended their annual educational forum. This year marks year number 17, and Susan is here to tell us what we can expect from this year's conference. So Susan, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Good morning, and thank you for having me on your show today. I am so honored to be speaking with both of you who do such remarkable work supporting our fellow educators, our students, and our families. Let me start by saying that I am thrilled to announce that this year's Ed Forum is being held in person, yes, for the first time since 2019. That's not to say that we didn't have our annual Changing Suburbs Institute or CSI forums, as you mentioned. Um, rather, we continue to host our topical and our engaging forums virtually. As you recall, and you, you kind of alluded to it just now, Suzanne, that Dr. Nancy Clow was our keynote speaker last year, and she spoke about cultural responsiveness, advancing language and literacy development using culturally responsive books. And I know that Nancy's been a, a frequent visitor to your, your podcast. This year, I'm happy to announce that Dr. Yolanda Seely Ruiz will be our keynote speaker, our morning keynote speaker. She's an associate professor of English education at Teachers College in Columbia University. Uh, her research has appeared in several top-tier academic journals. She's co-author of a number of books. She's co-author of multiple award-winning books as well, most recently Advancing Racial Literacies in Teacher Education, Activism for Equality in Digital Spaces, or Equity, excuse me, in Digital Spaces, where she really examines what she's coined archaeology of self and education. And that's really going to be the focus of her keynote address on March 24th here on campus at Manhattanville. If you don't mind, let me just give you a quick overview of what her keynote presentation is going to be about. She calls it Archaeology of Self for Culturally Responsive Practice, and, and that really is our theme of the conference this year. So uh, she's going to be speaking about individuals who develop racial literacy are able to engage in necessary personal reflection about their racial beliefs and practices and teach their students to do the same. She really believes in racial literacy in schools includes the ability to read, write about, discuss, and interrupt situations and events that are motivated and upheld by racial inequalities and biases. So developing a culturally responsive practice and sustaining racial literacy across the lifespan is possible by engaging in what she calls this archaeology of self. It's an action-oriented process requiring love, humility, reflection, and an understanding of history and a commitment to working towards racial justice in education. So um, her keynote promises to be really informative, engaging, heartfelt, and, and really addressing uh, topics that are relevant right now in, in our schools. I'm also pleased to announce that Alyssa Alvarez, she, as you know, she's the Associate, uh, Associate Commissioner for the Office of Bilingual Education and World Languages. She's our afternoon uh, featured speaker. And I know she's been a frequent guest on your podcast as well. So here's a long story short. Ms. Alvarez was the keynote speaker at our annual Hispanic Parent Leadership Conference that we held back in December. 
and she spoke about the theme, compadres y compadres in collaboration, and the importance of families being strong advocates for their children's education. She was so well received that several members of our Hispanic Parent Leadership Committee felt that she should bring her message to the very folks who educate the students. So happy to, to say she's going to be joining us on the 24th. I would say another highlight of this year's conference is that the participants will have the chance to attend uh, workshops of interest to them where we have eight outstanding workshops that are being offered and they're being facilitated by, by leaders in their fields. Just quickly, the, the title of those workshops, Culturally Responsive Pedagogy and Computer Science Education. We've got a culturally responsive teaching is our future. Equity through restorative practices. We have a workshop entitled Gender and Student Growth. That'll be research strategies and educator tools. Language learners need you. Representation and history and social studies curriculum. The role of school involvement experience for our Latinx multilingual learner parents, acquisition of social capital. And finally, three creative tools for culturally responsive classrooms. And I guess it goes without saying that the participants have the opportunity to learn, network, and mingle on Manhattanville's glorious campus, our glorious and gorgeous campus. So that's, uh, that's what makes uh, the 17th annual Ed Forum um, Exciting, looking forward to it. So I think it's amazing that we're going to have the opportunity to all be together in one shared space. There yes. is something special about being in person, as you said, doing that face-to-face -face networking. And yes. it's clear by the wide array of workshops that you mentioned that this is definitely marketed to a range of educators. Right? And that is so important. The other piece that really is important to highlight is how Everything is kept local in that we have representation with Elisa Alvarez from New York State as our associate commissioner. We have the privilege of hearing from Dr. Yolanda Seely Ruiz as the keynote yes. out of TC. We yes. have, you know, Manhattanville located in Westchester, and it's available for those in Westchester, Putnam. Exactly. Our presenters are, you know, nationally board certified teachers, authors. We have a retired director of that of our excuse me, PE department as a speaker. We've got a district coordinator for AIS and 504 coming from Lindenhurst, New York. So as you mentioned, local experts in their field who are sharing their knowledge and with our attendees, really, really special. Looking forward to it. I'm really excited also because from all that you described from the keynotes to the small group workshops, there's this theme of identity that I feel like is so timely and really is speaking to what, what people are yearning for and, and wanting to understand more about themselves. So without further ado, we need the details for like how to register and how to get into <clears throat> this educational forum because it just sounds fabulous. Sure. Um, let me talk to you about how those who are interested in how they register. And then if you don't mind, I'll spend a couple of minutes talking about culturally responsive, sustaining education. For those listeners who may not um, understand or, or know the definition of that. So anyone who's interested is invited to attend. And here are distinguished keynote speakers, Dr. Celia Ruiz and, and Ms. Alvarez, as I mentioned. Or just maybe there's a particular workshop that sounds of interest. So far, we have district superintendents. We have principals, staff developers, directors of multilingual learners coming. We have a director of guidance, ENL teachers, special ed teachers, world language chairs. 
teacher candidates, classroom teachers coming. So it really is open to anyone. So how to register? You begin by logging on to Frontline Education, mylearningplan.com. So again, mylearningplan.com and searching for EdForm and it should pop up there. So Manhattanville's Professional Development School Partners, we're partners, as you know, with 10 local districts and 19 schools, as well as Putnam Northern Westchester's, their BOCES partner schools as well, their Action Network. The registration fee is $95 for them and all other schools are interested participants. It's $115. This registration fee does include a continental breakfast and lunch. We are capping registration at 150 people just so that we do have that kind of intimate setting where, you know, the workshops can be interactive and they can hear really well and, and feel like they're full participants. So we are capping 150. So don't wait to register. Also, for those of you who are listening and want to learn more about the Changing Suburbs Institute, you could always go onto our website, which is mville, M-V-I-L-L-E dot E-D-U backslash CSI to learn more about Changing Suburbs Institute, but there's also a link to, to register, registering for the Ed Forum on our website as well. So do you, do you want me to spend a couple of minutes talking about culturally responsive sustaining education for, for your listeners who, who might want to just learn a little bit more about what that topic's about? Yeah, I think that that would be really valuable for anyone who's maybe just getting familiar with the term. Okay. To be transparent, I'm going to use some of the language that comes from our friends at Ed Week, as well as New York State Education site, who I think have done a really nice job of summarizing this really important topic. So for more than a century, educators, providers throughout the United States have really strived and struggled to meet the diverse needs of American children and families, as you know. And moreover, researchers have found that teachers in our public schools have really undervalued the potential for academic success among the students of color, very often setting low expectations for them and, and thinking of cultural differences as barriers rather than assets to learning. So in response, scholars develop teaching methods and practices broadly known as asset-based pedagogies, as, as you're probably familiar with, that incorporates students' cultural identities, lived experiences into a classroom that as tools for effective instruction. And these terms for these approaches to teaching vary, very often called culturally responsive teaching, maybe culturally sustaining pedagogy, and then, or the foundational cultural relevant pedagogy. So really in response to this, New York State Ed has created what's called a culturally sustaining framework. Uh, some of you may be familiar with that, but it's really designed to help educators create student-centered learning environments that affirm racial, linguistic, and cultural identities. They help prepare students for rigor and independent learning, and they develop students' abilities to connect across lines of differences, to elevate historical marginalized voices, and to empower students to be agents of positive social change. So, and this framework is, is grounded in four principles, welcoming and affirming environments, high expectations and rigorous instruction, inclusive curriculum and assessment, and ongoing professional learning. And I welcome your, your listeners to go on to the New York State Ed site at www.nyse.gov backslash CRS backslash framework, where they can see this framework, learn a little bit more, 
in detail. And then there's other pertinent resources for educators and families. So again, this is the theme of our, our Ed Forum. And Dr. Yolanda Sealy Ruiz, Alyssa Alvarez, and our eight speakers will be addressing this theme on March 24th. This is why I feel that the work that you're embarking on is so important, you know, for the students who are, are lucky enough to be in Manhattanville and be part of this organically and naturally, they're getting all these pieces and, and they're going to be really prepared as educators. But for your maybe more experienced teachers who maybe are not connected to a college or a university and are not aware of the shifts that are happening like this is really important work that you're embarking on here. oh thank you it's really the work of well folks like you too you know changing suburbs institute i'm, I'm happy to share for our listener, listeners that you are part of our hispanic parent leadership um committee you know as our partners and really outreach to our families and to help educate and our administrators and our teachers as well on how to support the children in our changing suburbs. So thank, thank you both again for, for partnering with us. You know, but you're right. We're trying to reach so many people to, to help share this knowledge. And ultimately, it benefits the students sitting in our classrooms. Mm-hmm. Yes. One of the things, Susan, as you were talking that I, that, you know, struck me was this idea of, you know, asset-based, right? The asset-based lens instead of this deficit model. Exactly. And thinking about the work that we need to do as educators in this part of the school year, right? So I'm thinking to myself, okay, it is time to jump into spring feeling inspired and ready to, you know, help our students be successful for that last push, but also for us as the educators to be fully charged, right? It's hard. This work that we do is hard day in and day out. And by, you know, sitting with like-minded others and walking away with gems that we can, immediately implement in the classroom can really make a difference for ourselves as we drink the Kool-Aid and continue to you know, enjoy it. And for our students who the light bulbs are going off for, as we know so much at this point in the year and, and need us to still give our best as if it was just September. Exactly. Our advocates, right? Um, yes. Yes, you're right. Time to charge. Recharge. Yes. 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 Okay. So Two other things I heard that were really important are that space is limited, so do not delay. We want to make sure everyone registers on time so that you can be present and mix and mingle, get your learning on, have some breakfast and some lunch, hear from some amazing, talented women within our field, and that will all be on March 24th at Manhattanville's campus and the beautiful Reed Castle that um, Mm -hmm. is a lovely setting for lots of learning. Yes, yes, yes. And thank you. Again, I want to thank you both, Bilingual in America, for partnering with us, really, and getting the word out, not just getting the word out, but partnering with us day in and day out to to make a difference in the lives of our children and outreach to our families. Well, we appreciate you. And we're so grateful that you continue to take on this work. And, and really, as you said, with the focus of our students, right, because they are our future. And so we, we always keep our eye on the prize. Again, thank you, Susan Beretti, the director of the Changing Suburbs Institute at Manhattanville College. We will see you at the conference at the Educational Forum on March 24th.
I look forward to it. Thank you again both. Okay, continue to speak your beauty. Thank you for your interest in the stories we share. By sharing, following, and liking our podcast on anchor.fm, Bilingual in America, and our Instagram blog at bilingualinamerica.podcast, you are speaking your beauty. We welcome your comments and feedback, and we appreciate your support. Follow us, like us, share us.